Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Captain Crockett, a.k.a. Cyber Calamity, a.k.a. Jordan. Yeah, Alongside my two beautiful co-hosts here. One is 25 years old. 26. 26 years old. Jesus. Yeah. He's also known as the Red Ranger, the infamous Tay Infinite, a.k.a. just Octavius. Just, he's going to roll. Octavian. 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 Octavius. Octavius is a friend of mine. I thought you. Were, I thought your name was Octavius when we met. No, you thought it was Octavio. Octavio, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool. That's a hard sounding name. Yeah, people think I'm Dominican sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominican same sound like there, that. What is that? What is that? Keen Pill joke? He's like, I'm, I'm, uh, Poppy. No, no, I'm not a black. Aaron. Let's pull your someone else. And then alongside that beautiful man is my other beautiful man here, the Burgundy Bros himself with the Burgundy. <laughs> that's a that's a throwback from uh, that is a, college. That is a big throwback. The Burgundy know. Bros. The Burgundy Bros having burgers. This man is going to flow right now, isn't he? What'd you say? He's the going flow. to flow. Oh yeah, oh dude, I'm in it. I'm in it fully. Yeah. I gotta get. I gotta get that podcast hosting back, dude. I used to have it. I used to be. Be crisp. You good? When we did when no, we did no, the no, Discord, I was like, why is he so crisp? <laughs> <laughs> like a fresh apple over yeah. here in my ear. That's so funny. <laughs> He's so crisp. He's so crisp. Yeah, the Burgundy Brothers coming Burg- back, making Burgundy burgers. Brothers. You know, Burgundy you know? Brothers. Whole, that's a, that's we had like a whole a, stick. Yeah, we had a whole so bit. stupid. It was the dumbest Look at thing, us. but it was great. Dude, Tate, let me tell you, me and Brian last night, <laughs> <laughs> me and Brian last night, we were burning the midnight oil. Dude, yeah. So we went. So I made a Chainsaw Man cosplay. If you guys don't know what Chainsaw Man is, go he check out that manga. No, he's got a point. You know, <laughs> that's a, but that's anime in general. But he though. looks fucking. He Dude, looks cool. The chainsaws in the arm look dumb, but the head mutt looks fucking sick. It does. Yeah. But look at fucking One Piece. Look what? how dumb <laughs> those characters look from the outside yeah, until you get into it. They're badass as fuck. No, but they're not. <laughs> Dude, look at Big Mama. What the fuck is that? She's strong as shit. I don't care. I is love she, her design because it's like you don't expect that from her. But yeah. that's a, like but that's anime. It's like you you look at something and be like, this looks stupid. stupid. What you know about Big Mom? I see her on Twitter. I see all y'all on Twitter talking about. This dude with a huge, uh, huge body and then a, Cap, a, uh, a bean head. Has had, yeah. uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Bean Kaido? Ass Kaido? Kaido's <laughs> badass. This <laughs> hybrid form. Who's not badass, though? <laughs> yeah. Katakuri. That's you didn't watch One Piece. Yes, I did. You watched the fight. I read the manga. You the, yeah. No, you he don't. Does read yeah. the, he does read the manga. Yeah, We've talked about this before. Yeah. You stay, up, you stay up to date with it? Yeah, one was about to be in. Alright, fair enough. Yeah. And then go uh, read Chainsaw Man. Kind of question me. Yeah. Go read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> no, I don't want to read. Please keep you from an anime he doesn't watch. <laughs> anyway, Guys. so yeah, yesterday me, uh, you and you built a Chainsaw Man cosplay. The blades came out looking really. Oh fucking Jesus nice. Christ, dude! And yeah, and we- the reason. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, we're just we stayed up yeah. literally. Literally, where did six hours go? Are we recording this or anything? Or just going to flow? Yeah, we, uh, no, we did some. This yeah, one? we did yeah. some B-roll. We, I, I kind of vlogged it, but it's going to be like a Frankenstein vlog. vlog. Yeah. yeah. Because like I think a lot of my shots were out of focus because I didn't have my camera set up properly. I haven't used it in a while, but I'm getting back into the swings of things. Guys, this is episode 97. Welcome to the show and theme song. You forgot to introduce the topic. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Today we're talking about one wait, wait, wait. Yeah, can you do that? Play the theme song and then rope it back. It's like, wait, 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 wait. We didn't introduce the topic. Today we're talking. So today's topic, if you've already, if you saw us at the panel that's happening or that happened last Sunday, you you saw us talk about this. We're talking about Tanami and how it shaped a generation of anime. Well, it shaped anime for a generation of like Americans. Look, we all wouldn't be here yeah. if it wasn't for Toonami. Straight up. That's fucking wild. Most people, yeah, most people exactly wouldn't have friends if it wasn't for Toonami. Don't you call that the butterfly flick? Like that one event changed your life? Yeah, oh, dude, it changed life. the trajectory of everyone's yeah, yeah. lives. Absolutely. I would have been such a, a boring asshole That's if insane I didn't have Toonami. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about that today, and now we can do the theme song. <laughs> This is the Toonami block. Toonami's back, bitches. That's a way. That's an old throwback. If you know what, if you don't know what Toonami is, it's an anime block uh, that was hosted on Cartoon Network uh, years ago in 1997, and it pretty much. 
from my point of view and a lot of point of view and a lot i think a lot of people if you were a kid back in the early 2000s so if you're an old fuck like us not really that we're old but if you're older and you're into anime today it probably very well is probably because of toonami yeah probably if you're american 30 and what, 25 to 30 and maybe, 25 right? to 30 and, yeah. and watch anime right now you're probably what? came you, from toonami so uh, if i'm not mistaken Tanami, I mean, anime was successful by collecting DVDs and VHSs or right? Yeah. right? And Tanami was like, hey, that's fucking pity shit on TV. Put a block on, yeah. yeah. It was like very niche. It niche. was a very niche market in the States because yeah. it was hard to source. Like, you couldn't get it. And then when they did source it, we brought it back as like sort of like Saturday morning cartoons mm-hmm. and like didn't really treat it with the same respect that Tanami treated it as. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- and, that, and that's part of the history of Tanami. So let's just run through that real quick. Uh, you know, we all know it, it primarily ran anime and some a couple of American cartoons, but it actually started as a show called Super Adventures that replaced another cartoon blog in Cartoon Network called Power Zone mm-hmm. in 1997. And then three, two years after that, in 1999, that's when actually Super Adventure Zones became uh, Toonami when they introduced the the the. Tsunami Operation Module, yeah. otherwise known as Tom, with the silkiest, sexiest awesome. voice that I love Stephen's voice. Well, Steve not yeah. until uh, 2000 when they not switched Not until 2001, over. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fuck. So <laughs> actually, if you ever watch Dragon Ball Z, the voice of Krillin was actually the initial voice. But it wasn't, Tom wasn't actually the first host of Toonami. It was actually when they were doing uh, Power Zone and um, Aven- Super Adventures, mm-hmm. it was Moltar. Which is is he related to what's the guy with the angel wings? It's a, oh, the bird, uh, Steve Harvey Birdman. Are, are they yes. relation? Yeah, it's, it's the same. From Ghost spa- from Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Ghost. Shit, like, I yeah. what was he's the baddie in Space Ghost, but I think Harvey Birdman was from Space Ghost too. Yeah, before yeah. he became like a comedy show. Uh, who is the the late great? Uh, what's that guy's name? He he recently passed. He's on. He was the lead animator for Steve Harvey. No idea. Steve Harvey animated. Steve Harvey. Or Steve Harvey, uh, Bird, uh, what is it? What's that guy's name? What? Larry, Birdman. The, it's something Harvey. It's like Harvey. His yeah. name is Harvey Birdman. Harvey, Harvey, Bird, Birdman. Harvey yeah. Birdman. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't reg- I didn't really watch that. I watched it here and there. It's like a random show that came out. It, it was very weird. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, but it's adult swim classics right there. Mm-hmm. That, it, I think it was a little bit too old for me. Yeah, for so me to understand I, the jokes. Yeah. Same, same, yeah. same here. But I think that's, that's when Toonami really started popping up. And that's where I saw because I started seeing Adult Swim and I started seeing Space Ghost and stuff like that. And then back when the Toonami block released in, in 19... 19- Actually, I don't think it was a part of Adult Swim just yet. I think Toonami, if I recall correctly, I think earlier... I think because Toonami used to come on at like 6 o'clock. Toonami was the interim between Adult Swim, Swim and, and yeah. Cartoon Network. That was like the interim block. The gateway. The gateway, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Toonami, I think you mentioned it already, but Toonami used to be weekly event, like Monday to maybe Friday. Yeah, after I got out of school, Toonami was on. Yeah, I mm-hmm. played outside a bit. We had about six p.m. It was on. Yeah, because I remember yeah. I can remember I have, and I've said this a billion times on the podcast, but just coming home, laying down on the floor. Yeah, and this I could see the we had two glass windows, and you could see the sunset coming down. So it was getting like reddish in yeah. the room, and then I, I'd be watching Dragon Ball Z. Oh God, what and, oh, such and your a little, and your little log cabin watching Dragon. Ball Oh my Z? God, dude, ah. cozy wozy. I tell you what, <laughs> the dream. I was in the project. <laughs> yeah, I have my window right there. I'm, I'm going a little ahead of us, but I remember Goku turning a Super Saiyan 4. Same, that's that exactly night. how I watched it. Yeah, yeah it was Toonami. I, I was like, because I watched it when Steam Bloom was the voice of Tom. Yeah, that's same. when I started watching it. Yeah. Because I'm from Puerto Rico, so I had like a different, I had like a delay run on it sometimes. I don't remember Moltar. Yeah, I don't remember no, Moltar I, either. Because Moltar was 1997. Yeah, we won't. Yeah, I don't remember Moltar at all. I found out when Toonami came back. I just. But we don't. But I do remember sure. Tom's first form, his little uh, ball, ball form. Ball form. Yeah. yeah, I regularly remember ball that ball. form. So yeah. let me re- let me read through this real quick. So it initially ran as a weekday afternoon block on Cartoon Network from 1997, known as Super Adventures, until 2004. At this point, it transitioned into a Saturday evening format until it got canceled in 2008. So in 2000, in 1999, Toon, uh, Tom was actually introduced as the host of Toonami, and it was so wildly successful. Yeah. And it gave the... Because they changed the whole aesthetic. Instead yeah. of being like a space ghost, the, pretty much the only thing that they kept was the space situation, and they introduced this tiny little bubble head of a figure. And What was the... like the He was... So he's a Toonami uh, operation module. Yeah. So he... <laughs> so I remember them like drilling. He would have like these little bugs drill down to Earth. Yeah. yeah. And he would like like... 
cool. Like he was like too. like hovering over Japan, sucking up all the anime, <laughs> and then the ship would like transform into English for us American audience. There was yeah. some lore behind the tsunami animation. That's was, really cool. That doesn't yeah. happen anymore. Yeah. Like such a cool. This like, is like a device. hosting. Yeah. This was a like ten second thing that they would do right before they would just show the next episode, yeah. and there was an entire. And you didn't Lord. question it either. You just no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there's Tom. And then I, when I see Tom, I know I'm going to get some anime. Yeah. They exactly. call it the ship, the Absolution, or Absalon or something. Yeah, they had different yeah. names. And then they have, uh, well, then they would call the, so Tom actually has different forms too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he has, designs. how many forms that we're at now? He's Eight? Five. Five. He's at yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there's more He's than five. He's had five redesigns. Tsunami is still active. So it's very much likely yeah. that. That he has That's what I'm saying. I think there has got to be at least seven at this point. Mm-hmm. I think so. But th- that block was primarily aimed at like children and teenagers, probably like nine to fifteen, which would have been like middle school for us. Like we started watching Tsunami when we were. In yeah, school, it had right? been. No, I was in elementary school. Watching elementary school. Yeah. yeah. I think 2000. It probably was. Pro- I think I started watching Tsunami probably like two. Like seriously, like like watching Toonami, yeah. probably like two thousand two, something like that, two thousand three. Yeah. I remember watching Goku turn Super Saiyan for the first time mm-hmm. on Toonami. So, if I'm not mistaken, speaking of Dragon Ball, they were doing ocean dub of Dragon Ball, so it wasn't the voice cast we were used to. So I no, think it was from, a different cast, yeah. Uh, from to the Frieza saga, I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z, by the way. From yeah. To like the end of Frieza saga, to to the start to the end of Frieza saga it was a different dub. They called it the ocean dub. Interesting. And Vegeta sounds differently. Everybody else sounds different. Oh, people not used Sabbath to. Or yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. But I, then they changed to the cast we know to Funimation. Uh, right. I guess Love the Cell yeah. Saga or whatever. Uh, I remember watching, I didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. I was watching Dragon Ball. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. like, that's how literally, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's how I was introduced to, to that yeah. series was the OG uh, Red Ribbon Army, uh, Goku turned into an ape yeah. and then the moon being a whole thing. And a lot of people just forget that that even, that even exists yeah, because Dragon Ball Z was so big. I God, I fucking remember when Tanam was promoting the um, Cooler's Revenge. What is the Cooler? Metal Cooler movie? Yeah, uh, the Revenge, Revenge of I remember those fucking ads getting hyped so as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. And, and But that's part of like the reason why Tanami was like really successful as a block. It was one of the first times that we felt like we were being talked to yeah. instead of talked at as yeah. an audience. Like, Toonami really understood the target audience that it was going for, and it understood how to talk to us without being condescending or calling us stupid for, like, liking the show that we wanted. Yeah, if you want to start contrast on this, like, look at WB. Yeah. So WB actually had anime on it, too. So it had Yu-Gi-Oh!, which, damn it. They had uh, Pokemon. One Piece. One Piece. They had all of this. They had yeah, Sonic X. Poor Kids was exactly how I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! for the first time. Yeah, and I was like, all of us. It treated them like sun- Saturday morning cartoons. Well, yeah. the, the iconic uh, Sonic singing, the Amer- or the, all the characters singing uh, Pledge of Allegiance or whatever. <laughs> star, star Japanese singing characters thing. singing American. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny. If you look at that, <laughs> how insane that was. And then you take it, and then you look at a Toonami bumper. Yeah. And how they spoke. To, to directly to kids. Yeah. You can see, like, there's, like, Toonami was taken a lot more serious, and I think that's why Toonami... Appealed to us. Yeah. It appealed to us a lot. Yeah. Was there any, like, uh, like, 14 rated up or whatever for Toonami? I think the later the later half of the blocks, like, Juju Hakusho, Inujasha, stuff yeah. like that, was, like, that kind of programming. Because I'm, like, seven in time watching this shit. Yeah. yeah we definitely it. watched it. It, well, it wasn't, yeah. like, because the target demographic isn't particularly, like... It changed over yeah. time. If I think they would also Inuyasha, censor it, too. Yeah, they would also do some censoring, for sure. Yeah. But it was never, like, anything that you could watch in Toonami was never, like, for offensive kids, yeah. or exclusively for kids. It was, like, really for that the developmental stage mm-hmm. when, like, you're maturing a little bit and, like, the stuff that you're watching is kind of maturing with you. Yeah. And I think that Toonami really, really understood that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why it was became so successful because it, it it grabbed us so hard. And it, it, it was like the first time that I felt like I was like part of the community of people that enjoyed the same things that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a like very core memory. <laughs> I love saying core memory. <laughs> I have a core memory of like watching Dragon Ball Z. And like, this is, I kind of kept to myself in school. Yeah. I think this is like one of the first times I really made a strong connection with someone at school. It was like, I was watching Dragon Ball Z and I was watching, I think it was maybe the Cell arc or the Frieza yeah. arc. But I remember going to school and uh, just uh, knowing that my friends now, but like it just, they were just random people to me yeah. at that point. But we just started talking about Dragon Ball Z and it just made this absolute connection. And I'm yeah. like, 
you guys watch Dragon Ball Z too? And they're like, yeah, dude, we love Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, yeah. Was, uh, like, Kamehameha and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That shit was awesome. I threw a couple Kamehameha. Yeah, we out. still do. I yeah, still do. So, yeah, so just to see if it'll work. It still works. Just, ah, one day, wait, one day. <laughs> and then they were like, tell me like, yeah, Goku goes Super Saiyan 3. I, I saw it on like a DVD somewhere. Yeah. Like I saw it on, like this the was before rumors. like they, like online was even a thing. Like, like yeah, I saw Blanco. it on. <laughs> all that crazy shit. Yeah, it was, it was like, and it definitely, like, that wasn't the intention. Like, it wasn't the intention to make a programming for those kind of, like, outcasted kids. You know, that's never the intent. But I feel like it just hit a very specific point for people that were in- not particularly interested in cartoons, like, in the Western cartoons. And just fucking nailed that interest of, like, having a really solid aesthetic and a really solid image. Mm-hmm. And it just hooked us. Completely. Yeah. Completely grabbed us. Ain't no it's funny, because it's like, we talked about this before in the podcast, like, episodes ago. But it's like... As a kid, you don't realize you're watching Japanese entertainment at the yeah. time. Yeah. But when you look at it now, like, holy shit, we watched a lot of anime yeah. back in the day before I even realized it was anime. It, yeah. And I came to this realization like a couple of years ago was like, because I'm like, why? I just set myself down one day. I'm like, why am I into like yeah. Japanese culture so much? And why am I? I, was just, I have this familiarity with it. Yeah. And I just started think, sitting down. I'm like. Dude, half the cartoons I watched as a kid and the, everything that I liked was always anime. Yeah, anime. Yeah. And I kind of grew up getting like i guess getting and still with a grain of salt uh japanese culture yeah because they would still edit uh like the, the jelly, jelly donut, donut. <laughs> from pokemon that where it was stupid, obviously a rice so, ball yeah. but they're like jelly donut like they just no. forgot to draw the fucking donut yes but yeah. but you still got in but like and then even power rangers yeah i mean if you watch the godzilla first too. season godzilla <laughs> uh if you watch the first season of power rangers um, every time they do like uh, the, a suit shot or they did a Megazord fight, it's downtown Tokyo. Yeah. There's literally, uh, <laughs> I remember I was rewatching it a couple of years ago and there's graffiti. There's <laughs> Japanese graffiti on the back of the walls in some areas. I love that. And they didn't, they forgot to edit it out. Yeah. It's a really interesting thing because like, apart from like really being that sweet point in the aging process when we're growing up, where we're like finally transitioning from being like a kid to a teenager, it, it, it generated that huge interest and in something that was like not um, decidedly un-American, something that was like foreign, something that was like so different from what you were used to. You can clearly tell it was different from like, you know, like Ed and Eddie and all that shit. Yeah. something different from it. There was something really unique and I didn't know that I was watching anime until I was like maybe like 14. It was just happened so gradually because yeah. they, they exposed you to it in such a way that was like, oh yeah, here's an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, do you like that? They'd keep watching it. But it, it never tried to educate you on it. It just kind of made you appreciate it without like a very significant amount of effort on their part. It was just like, oh yeah, you're watching a Japanese media that's been dubbed in English and now it's... Well, they also even uh, separated... They showed you that like anime was not just a genre, but it actually had um, different styles. Yeah. So there was... Obviously, like you had your Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, and everything like that. It was like anime was a medium, not a genre. Right, yeah. and then but then they would have like special weeks where they would do Giant Robot Week, or they do <laughs> like Miyazaki that. Month or something yeah, where they're so Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Yeah. So they would separate them into like no, this is like a its own thing. But they they did American cartoons too. Like Samurai Jack was on Toonami for a bit. Yeah. Um, Pat Booker, Papa Girl was on Toonami for a bit. Which on one? Powerpuff Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Uh, but this wasn't on, like, when we were kids. Yeah, this was, was kid. like, later on, right? right? It was on kids. It was, I remember this Powerpuff Girls. So the, it would be really intermixed. And the, yeah. the really unique it's thing. Cards. Sorry, but. No, t- you go ahead. Toonami was meant to be a wave, like, a wave. But they, but they grew up, but. Yeah. But with the lineup, they would gradually do it from like cartoon to like probably harder anime. Because well, well, I remember was a, that was the interesting thing, though. It's like they didn't do that. They intermixed uh, Western cartoons with Japanese cartoons. Yeah, it was a blend. Of so it, like they didn't have like a specific like seven. We start with the Western and then we move into the Japanese stuff. Yeah, they just moved up in maturity, and it just so happened that like a lot of the Japanese media that we watch, like it's a little bit more mature. Yeah, like Inuyasha, Yu Yu Hakusho, right? Stuff like that. But I I do strongly remember them mixing in like. Powerpuff Girls and like Samurai Jack. Anything with action. Anything with action. <laughs> with like, I remember watching Dragon Ball Z and then immediately watching Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh, and like, good the, lord, what a fucking transition. I know, right? <laughs> so, but it's yeah. that mixture yeah. of like pl- watching something that is decidedly Western and watching something that's Japanese without you knowing the difference that legitimized Japanese media in your mind as being something that you just enjoy. Yeah. You view it as the same thing. So you're like absorbing the culture without even really thinking about mm-hmm. it. 
because it's in the same block of programming. There's no differentiation. Yeah. And I, I, I thought that was, I think that's fucking cool. Yeah. And that's been like my experience because now when I watch anime, I don't sit down and like, like if I, if I want to sit down and watch Full Metal, I don't think of it as like a Japanese show. I just think of it as like, oh yeah, it's a show that I'm and watching. And that's probably how people like in Japan probably view it as too. It's just, yeah. it's not anime to them. It's a, it's no, a it's TV show. TV. Yeah. yeah. I actually am the opposite actually. I know I'm watching anime. Maybe because I'm older, I realize what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I never, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because yeah. at some point you just sit down and you're just putting on like another TV show. If it's you like, watch, if you watch modern day anime now, mm-hmm. you could do. I, you I like, tell. I could tell. I'd be like, yeah, I'm watching like you know, but stuff that like if I watch Dragon Ball Z, I'm I've, I'm not watching the anime. I'm yeah. watching like TV. I'm watching like a, a a cartoon from my past or something. Exactly. Or Full Metal Alchemist or anything like I watch that. Gundam Wing. Actually, that's actually a good um, thing I want to kind of go into is like how they never held your hand. That's true. With the content they were showing you. They would go from Dragon Ball Z, which is a pretty easily, it's it's not super digestible, but I mean, oh, it's it's pretty good. You can digest it as a kid. You can kind of get what understanding. You won't understand like arcs really at that point in yeah. age, and you because until you, you watch like, a lot an of them, and you'll yeah. probably watch like a like an episode of like someone fighting Cell, and then not watch for three weeks, and then find out that Cell's died, and now you're fighting Boo, right? Yeah. And you're like watching it completely out of order. At least like, they would yeah. keep it, try to keep it kind of consistent. But you entertain yeah. as fuck. <laughs> it's so good. But it's then so good. they would jump, they would just jump into the next like episode. And it was like uh, not not the next episode of like Dragon Ball, but like the next block would be. Like Gundam Wing, yeah, yeah. which <laughs> the super hyper political show, yeah, yeah. which you have would have no clue what's going on. So yeah. I, even today, like as a grown man, I still have a hard time following the story of Gundam. So as a kid, I loved the shit out of Gundam. Yeah. Like, giant robots is all that, that matters to me. Yeah. So I actually tried rewatching Gundam Wing about four years ago, and I'm like, how the fuck did I watch this? <laughs> I, I remember. I, I remember, don't know how I watched it because it's like at least five minutes of thirty minute episode. Yeah. Gundam's fighting. Yep. But everything else around it's political. It's political. Yeah. Dude, I remember distinctively someone just sitting in a big, uh, like, empty room and it's dark and there's drinking wine. I was watching this, like, <laughs> six years old and I'm like, uh huh, I get it. <laughs> you didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it. All you care about is just robots fighting. Yeah, I was like, get words. to the robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. And then you'd have, like, a show like Bobo Bo. Ah. This is like 2005 here. Yeah. Bo, 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 I hated bo, 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 bo. it fucking shit. Yeah, me too. It but gave then, me anxiety. I love it because you would just have this crazy mix of different yeah. genres of anime. It's like you would have uh, fighting anime, so hyper, like dra- uh, Dragon Ball Z. You had a, like political, like uh, Gundam Wing, yeah. Sailor Moon. Uh, and then you would have like Bobo Bo. Yep. Uh, you would have Prince of Tennis. Prince oh, of, I yeah. remember Prince of Tennis. Too. Exactly. You would have sports animes. You would have like serious animes. You would have like power anime. Like God, mm-hmm. I remember the Prince of Tennis ads with uh, Peter Cullen's voice. The guy that was Optimus Prime. He does yeah. Tsunami. Uh, yeah. And awesome. now that was sick too because they had Prince goddamn Steve Bloom on the mic and then yeah. they had uh, Peter uh, Cullen, uh, Peter Cullen yeah. introducing the shows. That's yeah. pretty sick. That he would also do like, they wasn't like he would do the bumpers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of bumpers, that's exactly my segue. When, yeah, when I got older, I appreciate. I love the fuck out of Toonami's or Adult Swim's bumper style or whatever. Dude, yeah, it's so they're good. so fucking good. They're like so good. Action music and these different cuts around it, and they do like the voice overs from the episodes over the edits and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so fucking. They're like cool. they're like video DJing. Yeah, but apart from yeah, like that's that, what it is. Yeah. The the thing that I really like about it is because it talked to you. This comes back to the fact that they talk to kids like they were people because mm-hmm. those bumpers had some really valuable lessons attached yeah. to them. Uh, like my favorite bumper, it, it, it was like the the life bumper. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll cut to it. That's so just like I have to show it. But yeah, it's fucking sick. That one came out 2013 this year, right? Uh, no, the life bumper it might be like a little bit earlier. Really? Than that, I think it's like times three. So here's the deal: life doesn't always want to be your friend. Sometimes it'll feel like life wants to hurt you. That was a downer. But you can't just hide. Because nobody likes a quitter. I'll go first. You gotta take chances. This fire isn't gonna stop me! They never said it was gonna be fun or easy. Whether you're totally ready or when you least expect it, doesn't matter. Life will punch you right in the face. Your resistance is futile. Now you can lie there for a second. Cry a little if you need to. But get back on your feet. Because it's the getting back up that counts. That's what shows you've got heart. That's what helps keep you going. Hit me with everything you've got. Fall down seven times. Get up eight. I don't want to go down. Not without a fight. No, we'll be right there with you. Wake up. 
Adult swim. And when you're a kid, you crave, you crave to be like to be talked to like as an adult. Like yeah. you crave maturity. So this was like exactly what I needed as a kid. Exactly. Yeah. It just it just understood how to communicate with us. And I think that the bumpers are such a great way for them to do that because you're watching this badass like two buff men beating the shit out of each other, and the next thing is just like life will punch you in the face. Yeah. And you gotta get up. And, it and it's just like. And you're watching like hyped up by the fight. You're just like, fuck you yeah, know, I gotta get up. Their editors were really good. Yeah, was, yeah, they were. They were re- Ain't no how like no like kids work because if we was at that certain age watching the new tsunami at the time, mm-hmm. they know we loved that shit. So our brain is sucked into that TV, yeah. and they they cut to a speech. Yeah, you're gonna un- understand that speech because you're so ingrained to what tsunami is. Yeah. So at the time you're gonna like learn what that speech means. Like, oh, we're talking about life or some shit. Like, some what show? What right. show that just like has a host like that would cut like? Would just that, talk to a kid and just like, be like, "Hey, man." Yeah, like it's revolutionary. It's yeah. like because all that thing, because the whole tsunami thing was just to host the block. Yeah. When did, I mean, I guess sure, like Cartoon Network would do like the little like Cartoon City thing, which was always kind of cool. Yeah. If you guys know what I'm talking about, yeah. where they just show all the characters. I love the shit out of it. By yeah, yeah. they were great. Yeah. But uh, those kind of blocks, because like you had to fit in like 30 minute episodes, but you had like 10 seconds of like dead air. Mm-hmm. Can't really put a commercial in there. So you, the bumpers were just such a great use of those 30. 25 seconds to like give you some breathing room. Shit, Tom did game reviews sometimes. <laughs> really? Tom, yeah, Tom, yeah he, Tom was doing game reviews. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, like because Tsunami was like so influential and in talking to us, like I don't feel like any of us would be particularly artistically inclined. Like we wouldn't have chosen the jobs that we chose, I think, without at least having that exposure from Tsunami. It's fucking wild. You, Jordan brought it up before the show, I think, but it's fucking wild to think of. That one mm-hmm. moment we got introduced to Nami, yeah, sparked off something else. Yeah, it completely changed your life. Yeah, because if we, I, I if we hadn't had that moment, the first time that we watched Goku beat the shit out of Frieza, yeah, or go super super Saiyan, or go super Saiyan. <laughs> if we didn't have that moment, we probably wouldn't have been like, I want to make that. Yeah, that I want to learn how to do that. <laughs> that looks fucking incredible. Yeah. yeah, and without that moment, like we wouldn't, we're not, we wouldn't be working where we're. Like I wouldn't be like a film guy. Yeah. Because Toonami really introduced to me the idea of, like, media and, like, action movies and, like, how to make it. And then, like, I keep hammering this on, but it talked to me as someone that was, like, hey, if you want to make this shit, like, it's hard and it's really fucking cool. But you can do it. Like, it's mm. it's your job. You know, I might be reaching here. Yeah. But I think the world got a little bit smaller once Toonami aired, like, Dragon Ball like that. Or yeah. it just started airing anime on the U.S. TVs because there's a... Um, because now you and someone halfway across the world in Japan have something in common. Have a connection. You guys are now linked. This, have you guys ever seen the the Kakarot trailer? Like, so do you remember the video game that came out? It was Kakarot. Yeah. It was like the, I think it was the latest Dragon Ball Z game. game they did, yeah, whatever. it had yeah. a commercial where it literally shows this dude going from like a child. Yeah, to like yeah, a full yeah, on yeah. adult, and I then love like, that commercial. That, that was a really good commercial. So, it, was a Japanese, it. it was a Japanese right. exclusive commercial. I didn't care about this game at all. Yeah, I, yeah. It, but. Like the game is so so, but this commercial is so heartwarming. So you just see it, it kind of. Did you play as Kid Goku in that game? No, no, no. But the the commercial was that a kid. The premise of the commercial was like this kid watched the original Dragon Ball on TV. Yeah. And has been with the franchise for twenty plus years, and like it shows him growing up and being like picking up the latest Blu-ray, picking up the manga, and then finally when he's like an adult. Check picking up the copy it. of the game and he remembers the here. We'll take a we'll take a detour for this because this is worth it. This this is so this is such a good commercial. Yeah. Full screen it. Press the up. So he's us. Is what this commercial yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and we wouldn't have not had that experience had it not been for Tsunami. It's just like it sucks that this game is so so because this game this commercial is for like a, a god tier game. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of little kids just Well that's him. That's him as a child. Yeah, was all of us But talking about tsunami, this what this is literally this what yeah, this is exactly. And look, I have a I'm kindred with this. Yeah. That's insane. Look at that. 
So this is a Japanese commercial directed by Japanese people, written by Japanese people, and somehow, because of Toonami, we now have the same experience that they're trying to portray. <laughs> this is literally me my cousins outside. <laughs> it's great. At the same age. I feel like, what the fuck you guys doing? I think this is one of my, this got to be one of my favorite commercials I've ever yeah. seen. It's, my, one, it's a really great marketing campaign. Because someone who watched Dragon Ball as a kid directed this. Yeah, like they knew this, this. I mean, they hit it on the fucking head. God, the best song ever. <laughs> that was an awesome. That's song. fucking yeah. cute. Yeah. Isn't that the cutest shit? The game really is like it's pretty okay. Uh, but that fucking commercial, that commercial was amazing. Yeah. That commercial made me buy the game immediately. That's awesome. That's a great commercial. Yeah. And it's like he's appreciating like the next kids doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, get a Naruto kids. But, <laughs> <laughs> but think about the impact that Toonami had on us. Yeah. That a Japanese cultural, like purely Japanese commercial aired in Japan, did not come out in the States, did not get translated into the States. It's something that we resonate so deeply with. Yeah. That is why I think Toonami really, that summarizes to me the power that Toonami had over us as yeah. kids. And like how it really led us into like the safe space where like our creativity was able to flourish. We made all these like super meaningful connections when we were talking to people about the shows that we like. Half of the friends that I made were made because I was talking about this shit. Yeah. I was talking about Dragon like Juju Hakusho and Inujasha and Sailor Moon. And there was this guy in high school um, who was not into the shit I was at all. But yeah. one thing that resonated with him was fucking Dragon Ball Z. That's yeah. the one thing he can talk to me about. He yeah. loved the shit out of it. And it, it, it's just such a magical moment, really, when you are able to, like, sit down and there's this, it's still entertainment, like, it's still yeah. program, and they're still trying to make money. Yeah. But there was, like, a soul, there was, like, a lack of cynicism yeah. in Toonami uh, that really, really just sparked a flame in, in, in us. And I think, like, like and for us, like, we, we are creative people, but we didn't know that at the time. It, like, really cultivated that creative flame inside of us and even gave us advice on how to be, like, better creators. Yeah. Like, if you play the haters bumper, I remember right, he's talking about yeah. that one. He's like... My favorite one's the Broken Promise speech. I fucking love I don't remember. It. Curiosity of like a child, like a boy, yeah. growing up, and what his destiny's future is. I think that's Tom too. Yeah, it's Tom too. There. I remember this shit on TV. But that's like one of my favorite. I guess you call it speech of all. Uh, that's yeah. I love the shit out of that video. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I, I think it, it it does it does that extremely well. It's just like it, it, 
you're a tiny little kid mm. and you're growing up and shit feels scary. And it's like, don't run away, man. Just yeah. Face it. Things face will it be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah. And that that is that is where I think the true power of of tsunami yeah. lays for me. It's the little lessons that I learned. Mm-hmm. Well, lessons that like my parents didn't teach me, my friends didn't teach me. I'm an autistic kid in the middle of an island in, in Puerto Rico, just like not understanding how the world works. And like this made it easier for me. Like tsunami made it significantly easier for me. They got another one. I think it was called uh Live to the Fullest or whatever. Yeah, I think so. I, I love that one too. They they actually God, I got terrible. I, I remember they <laughs> uploaded this like the day before New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I distinctly remember this like the last of December and then they uploaded it. They could they showed the Thundercats reboot up there. Because yeah. that was on Tanami at the time. Right, right. I yeah. remember that. That was like yeah. the after it came back, right? Yeah, after it came back and all that show. That's how I watched fucking Thundercats. Speaking of it, yeah. like it ending. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about like the late lead up to the end of Toonami? Yeah. So yeah, Jesus Christ, that was sad. So from <laughs> nineteen ninety, so we we began in nineteen ninety seven, and then it uh, in two thousand is when Toonami actually fully launched with uh, the Tom module. Yeah, uh, was was the voice actor of Steve Bloom replace, uh, replacing Sunny uh, Sunny Straight, mm-hmm. uh, and then from two thousand all the way up to two thousand eight, Toonami had there was five or four different Toms, and then. Probably around what two thousand? I'm going to guess two thousand seven, two thousand six. They yeah. changed Tom's face. Yeah, yeah. They, they were kind of going. They're kind of ramping down a little bit. They were. They went for a new art style where it had. It was not just one Tom. It was like several Toms. Yeah. yeah. And then they had. It, it was a. Ta- you said something about. So like, after you know, I went to a rabbit hole years ago. Tanami history. Yeah. <laughs> for some fucking reason, I found out you know the reason they changed from the. The Tom we know, the iconic tyrant looking Tom. Yeah. To the Pixar Tom, I would guess. Yeah. He, it's like eyes and a face. Yeah, eyes and a face. Because I remember as a kid, I remember like, I don't like that Tom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember having that feeling. But they did that because apparently, I guess you call them soccer moms, was saying like, hey, the original Tom was scary, which I have no fucking clue why it was scary. I, I never made no emotions had... at all. His face it was just he a just, mask. Yeah. The visor, whatever. That's it. So they changed that to the face Tom. I'm like, yeah. Okay, but which a lot of people hate left a sour. Just funny because I don't know anyone who likes that design. No, no, because it was yeah. a, it was objectively a poor choice because it took away the the aesthetic, the yeah. mystique that the Tom character had. But it was also the time where like we as the target audience were like leaning away from this the was shows that middle school at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're moving away from the shows that they're playing. We're having a little bit a little bit more difficult time, like keeping up and watching because life is getting so busy. So it makes sense that this is around the time where they're trying to engage with a younger audience. Mm-hmm. But that engagement is really what I think solidified the cancellation of Toonami and, in and 2008. Like, it's funny because when he rebought it back in 2012, they kind of did a retcon. Yeah. So Tom Four and the time we know grew up before yeah. are separate characters. Yeah. Now, so it's like he talks to him on the intercom sometimes or whatever. And it's Steve been talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, that was like the the... The the beginning of the end for Toonami was think, a really sad era. Yeah, it was so poor design, obviously. Yeah. And then there was this uh, also other outlets to get anime from. I think even Cartoon Network started selling yeah. Naruto. This and one, I think the curation was a little bit was not as great as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, this is when the time Naruto started to air around. So there's yeah. like WB, there's Fox. Yeah. They were also showing, I mean, Saturday morning cartoons like anime. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel actually used to show anime yeah, too. Yeah, I used to That's watch Gurren Lagann on Sci-Fi. Yeah, awesome. Sci-Fi. <laughs> so well, Sci-Fi yeah. in the early days actually used to show like Akira and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it actually used to show Sci-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, the Monster of the Week movies was fucking yeah, awesome. They're great. Oh, yeah. I remember that that block. That was sick. Boy versus Anaconda. Or some yeah, shit. <laughs> those were awesome. Uh, and then yeah. T- uh, TNT used to have that monster yeah. monster block too. Yeah. Uh, and then so I'm gonna go ahead and show. This is actually pretty sad. So this is 2008. Uh, this is the last episode of Toonami yeah. uh, as they get canceled. And this is pretty gut-wrenching to watch. So before we play the video, I remember having a moment. I don't know what how old I was, but before Toonami came back, like yeah. years before. And I had a moment like, remember? T- I had a moment like, oh, yeah, I don't remember Toonami. Yeah. Then I decided to YouTube because that's when YouTube was a, a thing then. Yeah. So I remember watching it, and then I saw this fucking clip. Yeah. Ball in my eyes. Yeah. Because <laughs> this clip is, I don't remember seeing this live. Me neither. I, I guess I just stopped watching it at the time. But I remember watching this clip on my in my bed, like fuck. I want to say yeah. that I did watch this live. Yeah, that's I, heartbreaking. Well, this is the end, beautiful friends. 
After more than 11 years, this is Toonami's final broadcast. It's been a lot of fun, and we'd like to thank each and every one of you who've made this journey with us. Toonami wouldn't have been anything without you. Hopefully, we've left you with some good memories. So, until we meet again, stay gold. It's a uh, cowboy bebop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, uh, he voices Dang. Spike. Spike, yeah. Then, like, probably, like, four years oh, later. It hit, he hit us with a fucking yeah. tombstone. Four years later. Four years later, we would come back. Yeah, you can transition to that now, actually. Yeah. So, like, so I remember, you no, know, I was watching Adult Swim. At the time mm-hmm. in 2012, so, so uh, Adult Swim. So wait, April. so like in 2008, so after Toonami hit block ended, yeah, Adult Swim kind of took the reins on showing late night anime. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't because we all remember waking up at 3 a.m. and Inunashi was playing with Full Alchemist, yeah, Brotherhood. But uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what was that? What's that guy got white hair? Just wake oh. up in the middle of the night, and you're a kid. Like, Are you Joe Biden, <laughs> <laughs> folks. <laughs> Hey, you want to hear my Mark Wahlberg impression? <laughs> I transformed the four. Optimus. The, the house plants. They're trying to kill us. <laughs> it's the wind. I got to no, fucking uh, pump uh, <laughs> Have you ever seen Pain and Gain? No, but I know of it. No, we'll talk uh, about that later. Uh, so um, Adult Swim is known April Fool's. They showed this terrible movie called The Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for one year, they broke that trend. This is April 1st, 2012. I remember this day like it was fucking yesterday. Yeah. So people spec thing. And they did that, the room, this yeah. iconic shot. Mm-hmm. Then it zooms out and it's Tom's fucking monitor. Yeah. This so tsunami. I'm like, holy fucking <laughs> shit, tsunami. This now, is ra- yeah, yeah, this is out of the fucking blue. Completely the- randomly yeah. done. Yep. So a true story, my Twitter account came from that moment. Really? Yeah. So I remember getting on Twitter, like everyone's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Facebook at the time was freaking the fuck out. Like, you see Tunami, like, everyone's going crazy. Then after that one moment, they had a lot of fucking views. Then Steve Bloom came out and tweeted like, "Hey, bring back Tanami the hashtag." Whatever. Yeah, because it was like yeah. they went from like the most that Tanami had had was like something like two hundred thousand viewers. Yeah, and I that for that broadcast, I it had broke like more than one yeah. million. I guess yeah. they saw like, holy shit, people want this people shit want back. This and, back then, yeah. and then Adult Swim tweeted out, "You want it back?" Yeah. <laughs> it, so hashtag what, bring back Tanami. Bring mm-hmm. back Tanami. I remember this. Yeah. I remember when I was yeah. on. This was the earliest days on Twitter. Good Twitter. I remember this Twitter was good at this time. Yeah, that's true. So every day I literally used to do that hashtag. Yeah. Any Bring fucking tweet. <laughs> Bring back Toonami. Hey, Pirate is on. Bring back Toonami or some shit. What a great example of like how Toonami affected the community around yeah. us. Dude, you know, we, like, stood, we stood up. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the army stood up. We simply bought that back. It's like that scene from Hunger Games and everybody's fucking pulling out their face. It's just like we were just driven by nostalgia and this shit. Yeah. Like, we want yeah. this shit back. And but the they, thing that they did that was smart is that they, they, they brought back the version of Toonami that spoke to us yeah. as kids. They didn't bring back any Tom of like Ford. the bad decisions. They yeah. were like, no, these kids, this resonated for a reason mm-hmm. and we should bring that back. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And it, it worked so yeah. well. And even though they brought it back, it, it's still a lesser version from, because it used to be a weekly event. Yeah. Come on, but now it's only Saturdays to Sundays yeah. mornings now. But it's still it's still same old Toonami, just one day. But I remember at the time when Toonami came back, you can tell it didn't have a lot of I don't want to say funding. funding. Yeah, that's probably can, true. Yeah. yeah, so it was like it was still Tanami, but it was like you can tell they didn't have a lot of they yeah. put more shit up there at the time. That's right. why like Cash and Sins. So they basically what they did was Adult Swim anime mm-hmm. with a, a Tanami skin. Yeah. yeah, that's what they was doing with like two new shows. At the well, time. at yeah. the when they came back, this is at the time and period when uh Funimation was a thing. Yeah. They had their own website. Mm-hmm. Uh Crunchyroll was a thing. Yeah. So they're still competing with that, which yeah. is Scared, what kind of sucks. And I think they should probably go into if they did like a streaming show, that would be sick. I, so yeah. it's funny you mentioned this because I don't watch Toonami no more, but I'm the type of person like I don't want that shit to go away. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. it to still be exist. I yeah. I like miss that. so this is how I be... this is how I finished Brotherhood. Yeah. This I watched this was that was the first show I ever watched on TV where I would come home every week or like every Saturday. I remember it was like at ten o'clock or something or yeah. nine o'clock. Full Metal Alchem Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would air, and it would be every week would be a new episode yeah, for that season. Yeah. So that was the first time I ever started an anime and finished an anime just straight through TV. Through through TV yeah. cash but I, I'm I'm the same way. I'm one yeah. of those I'm one of those people that like I want to. What does a tsunami for streaming look like? like yeah. Do, do we do like it's like a one 
well, event a week that it's just like they just drop a new block every week. I don't know if you guys remember that, but back in the day, Toonami had a website. We can watch like past. I, I used yeah. to go to it, yeah. yeah I, used, I, used, I used to catch up Naruto from I, that. I, yeah. This is what I would actually do. So we didn't have a computer at home, but I would go to work with my mom. Yeah. And then I would find someone who didn't come into the office that day. I'd get on their computer and I'd be like, Toonami. That's so funny. That's crazy we typed that in. Yeah. And they would have, this is back in the day because we're old as dinosaurs, but this is back in the day where you could watch full blast episodes of any TV show on the internet. Yeah, Yeah, legally fine. (laughs) There was no paywall, nothing. You could just go watch an episode. I remember like, it's funny because it wasn't like a 16 by 9 video. It was a fucking 4 by 3 video of anime. I remember but you didn't website. care. That was just normal care. for you. Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was the best part. So I think they did like it was clearly older episodes. Like yeah. part two weeks later, they put it on the website, but it was something for you to watch. So I I thought about this before, like because we live in an age where anime is accessible as fuck as ever. Yeah, and it's they call it stimmy class now, so you can get the dub version of no, you can get the sub simulcast. Simulcast. Uh, yes, uh, simulcast. Sli- it's um, called simulcast. Slim thick. What no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's called simcast. Yeah. So you can get sub anime instantly now. Yeah. So like you know, I don't watch Tsunami, but it will hurt me. It would be sad to see it die again because yeah. time is changing. So yeah. I, I I wouldn't. Well, they would probably have to keep up by releasing sub first and then going into dub. If they well the the a lot of the a lot of the popular anime are releasing in sub and dub like literally yeah. at the same time. So yeah, that's true. So like since. Tom Warner owns Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I guess they can, if HBO Max was still a fucking thing, if it yeah. still is in the future, they can do like a Toonami block in HBO Max. Yeah, I would love that. And just do like, I don't know how they would do it though, because like Tom's a big part of Toonami. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. The format that Toonami existed in is sadly kind of not there anymore. Yeah. But TV's still alive though. TV's still alive, but it's not the same beast as same it was yeah. back in the back in the thing. It's dwindling viewerships. Yeah. The format is a little bit tedious, but I would literally I would sit down to watch like an hour of like Tom just watching me through two episodes oh. of anime. So Crunchyroll is actually a, a sibling to Toonami. What the okay. fuck? So uh, so because uh, Time Warner owns Crunchyroll. Uh, so it says the oh, it anime oriented streaming service Crunchyroll became a sibling as asset to Adult Swim after AT and acquire. Our acquisition of Time Warner. Yeah. So AT AT and T owns Time, Time Warner, Warner and, and Crunchyroll. So yeah. yeah, it's so they're so, never. I guess they're not in direct competition, but yeah. they. I mean, they're still competing, but yeah, they're, they're owned. It's by just a same. different way to like the, the Crunchyroll audience isn't going to draw so, necessarily the Cartoon Network audience. If Toonami ever, well, if Toonami ever went off air, yeah. they could find a home on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll yeah. The but, interesting thing about Toonami is that Toonami became such a cultural phenomenon. In Latin America, yeah, and and like places like me, like I, my first exposure to anime in Puerto Rico was because of tsunami, and Latin America, like Mexico, tsunami is still very much like the thing to watch because mm-hmm. streaming like internet services aren't particularly the best in some parts of Mexico, so they still rely on broadcasting a lot. So tsunami is still very popular in some of those places. You know, if we bring up Mexico and anime, we gotta bring up Dragon Ball. Gotta bring up Dragon yeah, yeah. Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> Goku versus Jiren. They uh, put that on. I remember this it day a like it was, it was like a sports stadium. They put it on like it was a projector or something. Yeah. Like a UFC fight. Like it was it, like a UFC fight. It was in the middle ad. of a town square, and it literally the streets was completely the full. Like, yeah, the stream Dragon Ball Super at this part, which was yeah, completely yeah, was illegal yeah. for them to do that. What but they a, were just doing the middle. Video? Great fucking. It's video. amazing. It's, it's amazing like fucking, fucking hundreds video. of people, and these and most of those people are probably too hundreds. Kids. Yeah, it's yeah. like three or four thousand people. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the most insane thing. It's like it's just and they're all just like that's how big it is in the, yeah. like their country. Uh, but yeah, and and a, lo- a huge population of those people probably started watching watching because of tsunami. Yeah, and and that is that is the thing that blows me the most about tsunami. Blows me away the most. It's just like why it was so successful. Yeah, I think it was just like the success of tsunami is nothing short of astounding, and it like really represents to me like when you treat your audience with respect and when you talk to them directly. And then you just curate a very specific aesthetic. You're just gonna find an audience. It was the first cartoon block not to talk down to its audience, yeah. not to treat it treat its audience like children, but like a, like a human being. Yeah. Which most kids crave that. Not only yeah. that, it, it treated is it shows it was censored to a degree, but it was like this is what 
Japanese it audience was, watch. Yeah. Watch yeah. this too. That's what it did. It, it was wasn't a, holding your hand. It wasn't a jelly donuts moment at Toonami. Right. Ever. So it was like it's like it I mean, wasn't it wasn't like Americanizing in a way. Yeah, it wasn't like whitewashing yeah, Japanese yeah, culture. Like it was like this is Japanese entertainment. I mean like, they still Japanese. showed they showed Goku uh throwing uh like throwing back Frieza's di- like a disc yeah, and cutting them in half. Well, that's yeah. censorship, but what we're talking about is American localization. Localization. They didn't yeah. localize a lot of the anime. They, yeah. they kind of got it straight from... They could just kind of had it. Like, there wasn't like... They didn't replace Onigiri with fucking Jelly Donuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like... I would call it Americanizing the fuck out yeah. of it. It was just still Japanese. It was censored, but it was like Japanese content instead of American Japanese content. Yeah. 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 They didn't do the Power Rangers thing where they put American yeah. shit in the middle of like the, the fight scenes. <laughs> but I was telling people that like bring up like old cartoons and stuff. People yeah. don't get it. Like at the time we were in, that lineup of Toonami cartoons. Incredible. That was a moment. Like yeah. you go from fucking Gundam to Yu Yu Hakusho to fucking Dragon Ball Z and one night. Yeah. yeah. The next day you go to school, like nothing happened. And you yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> like nothing happened. No one does that now. You yeah. couldn't do that now because it, it's, it's such a yeah. it, it was just a little Something for everybody. Yeah, they yeah. wanted to keep it so spread out that they wanted you to find something on there that you enjoy. Oh, so you may not like Gundam, <laughs> but you like Dragon Ball <laughs> Z. So it's somewhere in that block, yeah. and you're gonna you're wait. Probably for gonna it. sit for Gundam. You're yeah. gonna sit through Gundam. To and get you know, to speaking Ball. of this, it's always a thing. So I had a routine growing up. So after Tanami and I stay up till at least one o'clock in the morning. That's when Aladdin came on Disney. That's awesome. Yeah, I watched Gargoyles and Aladdin came on. That's my time to go to bed. Gargoyles. Do you remember? you mean like the Aladdin TV show? Yeah, TV. That I remember that. Yeah. So I remember going from Cartoon Network. Then after Tsunami stuff ended, like you know what, I'm gonna go to Disney. Which is the next channel? I just push one button. I remember these channels in there. Like 59 was Cartoon Network, 60 was Disney. I remember 59. Nickelodeon was 31. Sci-Fi was 53. God damn. Yeah, that's a good memory. What yeah. is some of the? Let's see. I'm trying to remember all the shows that I used to watch. TNT so, was I remember Naruto. What is before we're we're, we're we're we got to wrap up soon? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Before we wrap up, what is like your most memorable like moment with Toonami, like as an audience member? Uh, I, I have very well. There, I have two. Mm. So one, as I already explained, was the Dragon Ball Z sun setting, or the room is completely orange. Was cozy, from this. I was cozy. I was laying in the floor watching Dragon Ball Z. I remember it was the Caesar, the Frieza saga, mm-hmm. so that was magical. And then I, there's um, we didn't cover this, but I remember another core memory was the Intruder. Yeah, so that's the, what it's called, the Intruder. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. what? Uh, so how? So they changed through um, years. Every so, I think once a year or something, they would change cha- uh, Tom's design, mm-hmm. and the way they would do that, they would do these mini events. So, um, so from cool. yeah, so from 1999 to 2000, it was Tom Era one. From 2000 to 2002, Tom Era two. 2003 to 2007 was Tom three. Mm-hmm. From 2007 to 2008 was Tom four. Uh, the way they changed the Toms is they'd had these mini events called the Intruder, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember all of them, but it's typically some like a goo blob thing that eats machines or whatever. I remember. I, yeah. I don't remember which one particularly it was, which Tom it was. But it was something that got into his ship. It was Tom 1 and Tom 2 when he transitioned. That's yeah, they were yeah. like, hey, like, uh, wh- Sarah. Yeah. Sarah was the onboard computer, and she was, like, giving him a notification, like, hey, there's some, we picked up something weird into the, there's something in the, the, in the ship. ship. Yeah. What was the ship name? Absolution. The Absolution. Yeah. And then, like, it would end up, like, killing Tom and then him being, uh, like, put back into another body or I guess it's like that. AI consciousness or something goes yeah. into a different body or whatever which is a great it's like a Doctor <laughs> Who just keep him alive for however much it is like Doctor Who that's yeah. a great qu- wait, good and then they would also yeah. change up Sarah's design as well Yeah, which she was like I, I, my favorite one was like where she was like a floating like, like hologram uh, like Cortana yeah, that one like looked Cortana. that's my favorite one too yeah, yeah. Tom 3 and the Cortana one was my favorite era. Yeah, that's same. like yeah. that was like the best. I think of Tsunami. I think of that Tom there. Yeah, same. Yeah. Even when they brought it back when 2012, they went to 3.5, which yeah. is an updated version of that. Updated version of that. But Brian, yeah. what was uh, what was one of your favorites? I think it was genuinely sitting down or like going to bed in my hot ass Puerto Rican room and watching uh, Goku go Super Saiyan for the first time. Super Saiyan. It was like, Goku going Super Saiyan for the first time, I was like, really, at that point, I was like, completely You mean the whole month it took for him? Yeah, yeah. I'd follow that for every single episode I would watch it. But then, aside from that, I think like the first time that I really got engaged with Toonami 
was during one of those speeches. I don't remember yeah. what exactly the speech was, but I remember really resonating emotionally. Sitting down, watching Dragon Ball Z, and watching Tom just tell me... God, like, you guys are make me cry this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and just watching uh, Tom just be like, hey, man, I know you're scared. You're going to be okay. And uh, I was like, fuck, you're right, Tom. <laughs> I, I, that so, was like, like, as a kid, no. What was your favorite? I have plenty, like, moments I can just remember. But it's like... TV was a big thing for me growing up, like watching like just cartoons. I loved the shit out of cartoons. Right. Yeah. So I was because we lived in the bump yeah. of like nowhere, so yeah. we didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, and I was like, I just remember just being so invested into this shit. So I like, I remember like when Goku first turned Super Saiyan uh, four at the time. Yeah. I remember the tournament, pretty much one the original Dragon Ball, where Goku was fighting someone. Probably Piccolo, King Piccolo, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then I remember Yu Hakusho, the, the tournament arc too. Yeah. When you he's fighting a big ugly guy. With yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh I remember the broken promises ass, especially when the ship goes up. Yeah. And I remember the Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Return of Cooler, Revenge of Cooler. Do you remember before. can you remember like a time and place where you're like it, just watching that and then just knowing your surroundings in your room? Yeah, it was my room. The light yeah. is on, the toy box is right there, Tanami's right there, my TV. I had a little gray TV. Yeah. A little gray TV. I used, like, in, I used to literally sit in front of that TV and watch. Dude, like fucking four, like three feet away. Like yeah, right yeah exactly. Yeah, like that right was me there. too. I was on my bed eating dinner mm-hmm. and watching Tanami. That was awesome. That was awesome. What mm-hmm. a moment, man. Yeah. It was a great time. Look at us. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? There is something so uniquely powerful about the fact that we all have that. Look at. You grew up in bumfuck Virginia. <laughs> you grew up in even more bumfuck Virginia. <laughs> I grew up in like a tiny island in, in the Caribbean. Yeah. And here we are. And it all lead to that heat. And we're all, yeah. we all have yeah. something similar with those. Yeah. yeah. We all have this crazy connection because we're all connected to Toonami. T- happened because of Toonami. Isn't and that it, crazy though? Like, that, it, those it, moments, it, it led to here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking this wild. is why we're making a podcast yeah. and talking about media. It's because Toonami taught us to respect what we watch yeah. and like really consume it. Toonami was a teacher. For me, Toonami really was an art teacher. Yeah. It was someone that sat down and told me, it's like, hey, this is good. And I want you to think about why it's good. And you never thought about it. Like, cause you know, as a kid, you never thought this was going to be something you'd be talking about. Yeah. Many years no, later. You, no, <laughs> you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't recognize it. You don't that. realize uh, you're in the good good old times. Yeah. When Until it's later. Until it's later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like thinking back, I learned more about art and being a creative person yeah. and, and being a person in general from Tom than I did from anyone around me. And part of that experience is because I was on the spectrum. So it was like really hard for me to pick up on shit. And Tom was the only one that was going like, hey, man. These people are gonna talk shit about you. And <laughs> That's crazy that a to- like a blo- like anime Team block was like yeah. <laughs> having to teach you life lesson. <laughs> but like, but he's, not, he's not exaggerating. Those tsunami speeches are awesome. Yeah, they're, they're great. That really yeah. wasn't like a TV show. That was a moment in time. It's a yeah. TV side of a TV show. Like Tom was his own. But thing, that's yeah. the importance of that. Like, I think we wanted to convey here today was just tsunami. I think really did change the U.S. I mean, if you look at it today, if you if you're growing up now, anime is so big. And yeah. it's such an ingrained part of American culture that we we don't really understand where like it come from, but it, we have an inkling that it was probably mainly it had to do with something with tsunami. Tsunami was the tsunami was the first moment in time that I remember all of that media becoming mainstream. Yeah, and like I, I, it popularized it. There's no way around it. Yeah, there's like sure we had them in the four in the in like the four kids uh, <laughs> block. Yeah, but those block tr- treated them as American cartoons. Tsunami was the one that was like, no, this is Japanese. You're going to watch it. Yeah. Well, you had, it was very curated. I mean, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! was probably like the only wildest thing yeah, that they had sure. on there. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! was on Cartoon But I mean, like, time. look at, but for a little I, bit, yeah. But look at, like, Tsunami was putting up Prince of Tennis and Bobo Bo. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? What kind <laughs> of con- stark, stark contrast yeah. between those two? They yeah. were doing one, one piece respectfully for a brief moment, but it just stopped airing. Yeah. yeah they probably were, didn't have, like, the rights or couldn't afford yeah. it or something. So. I think to wrap up my whole my whole thing about Tanami is that it injected us, the generation that really resonated with it, with an amazing like sense of passion and care for art. And it, it wasn't just a show or it wasn't just a block of programming for us. It was like formative. It was like it like taught us how to be people. It was a, it became a huge part of our identity and it popularized like Eastern animation, taught us to respect it and cultivate it. And it's because of that respect and that cultivation of that interest that people like us are now going to be making the next generation of programming 
Mm. Like a lot of us are working on animes. A lot of us you are see working a lot of on their own manga. Cartoons right now, actually. Yeah, a lot of American yeah. cartoons that are so greatly influenced. Yeah, by anime. By anime, and half of those animators would probably sit down and tell you, "It's like yeah, I used to watch Tanami. I fucking love that." Show. I distinctly remember one of our, uh, I won't say her name, but one of our teachers at AI. Mm-hmm. She she kind of got annoyed about that. How like how American cartoons are. Transition tra- transitioning to more of a anime esque type yeah. animation set of how to you know pre popularized anime was right yeah she kind of she got sick of the art styles and, and all that stuff uh, but she's wrong but <laughs> yeah because because plays a good effect there because like we grew up watching that yeah that's way before her time and no that's what our generation and clearly the generation now are yeah. into now. but they yeah. can see like the effect of yeah. how like. But now it's going to be probably like with newer animators coming on and then making cartoons more with an anime yeah. in mind. We're now we're going to get a mesh of cultures. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's why I said earlier is like the world got a little bit smaller when yeah. Tsunami aired. Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, the, uh, even Demon Slayer. Like those are all shows that are like so Japanese, but, but also American. So now. influenced by American. God, culture. I remember Attack on Titan was. I never watched it, but I only watched the first episode. At the time it was like fucking yeah. I mean, it was going. It was a phenomenon at the time, and I remember like just people going fucking crazy over that shit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fucking incredible. It was awesome. They were sort of online, but I didn't stick with it long. Yeah, there. Uh, I just want to say like um, I can't. Also, one more thing. Uh, twenty five years of tsunami now. Twenty five years. That's Cat insane. Years. Yeah. Oh right. yeah, because I'm a year older than that. Yeah. Uh, just to, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to wrap up, I just want to say, um, Adult Swim, if you're watching, if people who created Tsunami, if you're watching, uh, I'm trying to find his Twitter account. I follow him. He's a cool dude. I the just cr- oh, the creator of Tsunami. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. his name. Dude, oh. thank you so much. Th- yeah, genuinely, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you for fighting for Tsunami. Thank you for bringing it back. Thank you for like. Can we cut? Can we just cut this and just send it to him, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Genuinely, okay. thank you for the amazing amount of influence and artistry that you like taught us as a, as a kid. You taught us a lot and you taught me a, a whole lot. And Tsunami has been easily the most influential thing in terms of media in my life. Yeah. For us, I crying here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like it's stupid to think that like this had such a big influence on my life, but it really did like help me kind of grow out of my shell and kind of give me like a little bit of like um a of a show. boost, <laughs> yeah. Like a ghost <laughs> show. It really did. Tsunami helped me kind of grow as a person. It actually helped me make a lot of friends. Yeah. And um, that, that was kind of hard for me growing up because I was pretty much alone a lot of my life. So, thank you. Yeah. yeah those those moments. Uh, probably repeating what we said, Collins. But those moments we watched during Tsunami throughout the years, uh, created created an effect for us to. Go into stuff we like and meet people we like uh, that has the same interests. It's pretty damn fascinating. Like, I never thought like that one moment of me watching Dragon Ball Z yeah. led to me becoming or hopefully become an animator or whatever. Yeah. Or three D modeling the next fucking Dragon Ball Z game maybe. Yeah. For mm-hmm. now, talking about a podcast. We should say uh, we're anime. all art students. <laughs> we all <laughs> yeah. went to art school and we all did it. And those moments inspire, help inspire us to go yeah. the path. We yeah. all did it in partly because of that show. And that, and that thing that really, really cultivated that spark. All right. Us. Can I get a thank you on three? All right. <laughs> One, two, three. Thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, generally, uh, it's, been, it's been a great ride. And yeah. I've been loving it. And uh, Toonami, stay golden. Stay golden. Stay golden. <laughs> All right. yeah. guys thank you for thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode we really do mean it if you guys can make it you know an hour of us you know talking about nothing <laughs> we do appreciate it if you guys like this video give us a like if you dislike give us a dislike um if you guys want to talk to us about tsunami or anything related uh go join the discord if you guys came out to our panel uh this episode will air on tuesday uh but in our panel was sunday so if you guys came to the panel and i got to watch this live thank you so much that actually means the world to us yeah um but i think that's all from us today that's all from us today we will see you next week all right cheers stay golden Welcome to the televised revolution As we drift through outer space aboard the absolution With time back in active duty as captain In charge of bringing superior anime action Yeah, you came to
to the right place if you have a taste for animation in deep space space broadcast through your television due to the progress of the bring back tsunami twitter mission the same block that brought us sailor moon and dragon ball z is back so stay tuned i remember way back never leaving my room i stay glued to my tv weekday afternoons yeah and thanks to adult swim i have a reason to use the tv in my room again Cause every night I'll be tuning in Since they going back to show when action tunes again Toonami's back, bitches Wait, did you say Toonami's back, bitches? That's the official hashtag if you missed it To celebrate time's return to television Yeah, Toonami's back, bitches Wait, did you say Toonami's back, bitches? That's the official hashtag if you missed it To celebrate time's return to television Welcome to the anime action fan sanctuary With Tom providing that slick commentary The other king of television besides Mary Full of new shows and classics on the itinerary Television is back to being good. Now that tsunami's being broadcast in every neighborhood. This is the manifestation of every dream of those who wanted anime to go mainstream. See, cause now it's cool again to come home and watch Gundam after school again. Yo, I wanna see that Wing Zero duel again. And maybe see Spike Spiegel chasing hooligans. Mix some of the classics with the new shows. And I promise we'll never touch the remote control. I never forget when time told us all to stay gold till the next episode. Tsunami's back, bitches. Wait, did you say Tsunami's back, bitches? That's the official hashtag if you missed it. To celebrate time's return to television. Yeah, Tsunami's back, bitches. Wait, did you say Tsunami's back, bitches? That's the official hashtag if you missed it. To celebrate time's return to television.